0: What's going on, everybody? This is UTXJT the Don, and leader of the flock back again for the Enlightened Sounds Podcast Episode 6. Hope you didn't miss us, but we are back with another weekly session. Flock, how you doing today, man? my right, man. I'm all right. I'm all right.
1: I'm all right. I'm holding on like a hubcap in the fast lane, you know?
0: This guy. I never heard that one. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. That's a new one. It's definitely new one for That's me. A- that's an E forty one right there. Ah, okay, okay. No mind. But well, that makes sense then. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, but again, thank you to everybody who was listening to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Music or Apple Podcast, as they call it now. So again, we appreciate all of the support. We're going to keep everything going for you all. So let's get into it this week. Starting with the notable new releases, Lil Wayne, as we reported last week, finally came out with the Carter 5. And oh boy, Twitter was on fire. I don't know if you peeped anything, but everybody and their mother had an opinion on this album. So I can't wait till we get to that one again, just like when we did the thing on Lupe and we talked about notable new releases. We will get to this one in the next episode. So, again, be looking out for that but it's gonna be very very interesting did you get a chance to listen to this one at all i listened to like like the first four songs so first far and get through all of it okay okay uh yeah i definitely have some opinions on this one for sure it's uh it definitely sounds a little dated that's all i'm gonna say that sounds a little dated but it makes sense it makes sense so we'll get into our full opinions on that one in the next episode also Logic came out with Young Sinatra 4 this is again coming from his Young Sinatra mixtape series and Logic said that this will be the last mixtape or the last series from this one that will be coming out I don't know if this is going to be his last album period but he said this is going to be the last one for the Young Sinatra series excuse me so We will be reviewing that one as well in the next episode. Also, Young Thug, he released on the run on September 24th. So it wasn't a Friday release it was uh, i think a monday release and uh and it was only six songs so it was more of an ep uh we're not gonna review that one uh but just to let everybody know he also came out with another project and apparently he's supposed to be coming out with barter seven as well uh so i don't know when but i guess he feels inspired again to continue his barter series since lil wayne dropped the quarter you know that that's one of his uh, biggest influences in the game so we will see what happens with that one but again just will let you uh, Uh, let you all know on the run came out on monday just in case you missed it continuing on with the music news for this week uh we have some interesting things going on in the music world uh starting off with apple apple ended up low-key acquiring the music service shazam for a good 400 million dollars so again they be dropping a lot of change on these certain services. Now I've never used Shazam before. I don't know if you have Flock, but I know that mm-hmm. other people have said that this is a very helpful service and yeah. you just never heard of the song before and it's playing and you just want to know what it is. So again, I've never heard of it. I mean I'm never that's, that's I that's I've not never heard, I've never of, heard of, it. of it. I've never <laughs> used it, excuse me. I've never used it myself, but I can definitely see the uh the importance of it for some people uh just want to know what that song is that they're hearing randomly. So again, that's a good chunk could change uh apple did say again for anybody who's worried um if you may have another type of phone like an android phone because obviously shazam is on there as well they are not going to restrict access to shazam they're not going to put it on ios devices only you will still be able to use it on your android phone or whatever other device that you are using that has shazam so again that one's it's very better. yeah that one's definitely very interesting uh, i just happened to catch on this news i was like whoa like i i didn't hear anybody talking about this but um, I don't know if they're going to. Um, I don't know if they're going to implement it with uh, Siri or anything. I think that that will be interesting if they did like somehow implement Shazam within Siri. I think that that'll be a that'll be a dope thing that uh, people with iPhones should do. So we'll be looking forward to what goes on in the future with Shazam. Uh, moving on, Sirius XM, We have another acquisition. Sirius XM wants to get into the streaming service. Finally, Sirius XM, as you all know, has been the satellite radio service for years. Um, They have a lot of of radio stations on there, um, and a lot of them have gotten popular over the years. But Sirius XM wants to get into streaming. They have acquired Pandora for $3.5 billion dollars y'all heard it 3.5 billion dollars so again that's an even bigger chunk of change than apple did to get shazam so uh, again i don't know what's going to happen with pandora probably nothing In this case uh, I don't think the SiriusXM is going anywhere anytime soon either but now that SiriusXM does have Pandora again that's just another way for them to creep up in the streaming world maybe SiriusXM will implement some more music or some more radio stations on Pandora I have a feeling that's what they're going to do because Pandora is an interesting type of streaming service it's not a streaming service where you can just add all your individual music you just have radio stations for the most part with individual people you can't make playlists or anything going there so it's kind of bare bones but it's more just radio stations and they just cater it to you with those artists and other artists that sound similar to them so that's really Pandora's um, thing I don't really like Pandora compared to Apple music and Spotify but I know that some people still do love Pandora um, so again we'll see what happens with that one man cuz Pandora still isn't any slouch I mean they've got like 70 million active users so there's still a lot of people that are still listening to that server so we'll see what happens with that one but again just in case you didn't know man SiriusXM xm got pandora so that's another interesting one keep your eyes peeled on that one finally the last bit of news that i have for you all is and it's also relating to apple an apple ceo reportedly pulled dr dre's tv series over adult content I found this one interesting when I first heard about it. Um, Dr. Dre has a biopic and it's called uh, Vital Signs. And the Apple CEO Tim Cook was like, uh, did you did you look at this? This isn't family friendly, my guy. So uh, apparently they were saying that this biopic had drugs in it. It had sex and, and a lot of other graphic and violent scenes. And uh, Tim Cook didn't like that. So he ended up pulling this series from their service. Uh, Dr. Dre as you all know he has a uh, very tight relationship with Apple over the Beats headphones uh, so I actually find this one very interesting that Tim Cook did not let this one slide. Uh, some viewers already peeped a little bit of the biopic and obviously you know you did uh, Dr. Dre helped do Straight of Compton so uh, I don't know why Tim Cook was really that surprised at uh at some of the scenes that was in dr dre's biopic you know what i mean <laughs> so, like i just find it extremely weird it's like did you watch straight out compton or not tim cook like i don't i don't know what you were really really expecting here uh he wasn't going to keep it pg with his own biopic so uh i don't know what's going to happen in that i don't know if he's going to like try to find another uh, uh another like tv show network or some other uh platform to put it on um since he landed on there but uh but it's not going to be on apple so uh if that's uh if that's your platform that you want to watch it on uh, you might not be able to so uh we'll see if anything changes with that story so uh that's all of the music news that i have for this week let's get into the album review so i've seen a lot of you on our black or six lakh <laughs> album review and y'all were saying oh man you know that lupe came out of course we know lupe came out i talked about it i talked about it the last the last podcast and i said that you know that came out so obviously we know that his album came out and of course we're going to review it why wouldn't we why wouldn't we lupe is very very important so let's get into it man lupe fiasco drogas wave finally came out has 24 songs total whopping 24 yeah. that's a lot that's a lot to sit it through. Now, some a of, lot some of them are interludes, I'll, interludes. I'll, yeah i'll go and get a disclaimer some of them are interludes so you know don't be worried about uh about everything being long. every song being long, so you at least you know have a little bit to to go through with that over the full 24 songs my favorite songs i would say uh, it's probably down i think that that's probably going to be the most uh, controversial or uh, or most talked about song uh i like manila and i like the uh, island forever um i thought that that was that was a really cool song but I, I, had, I actually had a good amount of songs i liked on here, but i would say that those are probably my favorite uh the features on here come from nikki jean who's on a lot of his songs even though uh, she's been on a, a lot trouble. of his songs from uh, Tito with youth uh so she's definitely been a, a really big feature for lupe uh crystal torres uh, troy irons Simon says ellen Pender Hughes and Bishop Edgar Jackson um saying a sermon on one of these songs. So ah uh, man fly let me, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you first man because I, I know that you uh you took a little time to listen to it whenever you had to find time because I know 24 songs is a lot. Uh but how did you how'd you feel about this one? And I think you know a lot of people and I kind of forgot myself because like i I ended up switching services because i was using apple music for a while and then i switched to spotify and i actually forgot to put uh drogas uh the first one on here but we're not going to really compare it to that one i want to really compare this one more to tetso and youth how did you feel about drogas wave compared to tetso and youth because he definitely had a, he had a Mural Junior on here. I saw that song, and he also had "Stack That Cheese," which was more um was, that was more along the lines of comparing it to uh to uh, "The Cool" when he uh when he had that song on there. Um, I forgot the name of it, but I know it was very similar to it. Um, this was kind of like a continuation or or the reverse of that song. But how would you feel about this this album compared to Teton with You," which, in my opinion, is probably one of my favorite Lupe albums uh, that he's had in his catalog. Today, uh,
1: Tesso is probably it's, it's my third favorite uh, from Lupe.
0: Hello, uh, yeah, I'm here.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I no, show sure you. me? Uh, I, I think it, it was my um, it was it was my third favorite um, album from his Tesso and Youth was.
0: Do you feel like do you feel like this <laughs> one was more of a uh, more of a continuation of Tesso and Youth as far as the uh, the actual content? uh yeah and no
1: i think um i, I remember we we were talking about it before any of us even listened to it i was like well before i listened to it i'm like man what is it is it giving you a Tesla on you vibe or more like a, a lasers vibe he's like no it's not lasers he's like i'm like all right thank god so i i, I did it, it was some hints of some stuff from lasers in it but not in a bad way reason being it was just it was just different stuff in it like it was it was traces of of like every album that he that he's he's done prior to this one and that one and i'm not saying that's a bad thing at all i mean it was just it it, it was kind of like this album i got the sense of he wanted you to see his 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 evolution from food and liquor until now okay so that's just the vibe i got from it i mean it was definitely a lot to listen to i kind of had to like split it up like in a, like a two-day span for me listening to it because yeah. i was listen i listened to maybe like half of i got to like maybe track 13 uh a couple of days ago and then i listened to the rest of it uh last night so it was just like okay it, it, it was actually I, I didn't i didn't see i didn't i didn't get the you know i know it was some people i seen that, that was criticizing it. i think it was like Unjust, but then I seen some people that was praising it, saying it was his best work. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I don't know about that one. But you know, so I, I think it was you know more so middle of the road between you know because my favorite album of his was uh the Cool,
0: okay,
1: and um and 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 Youth was was dope too. So I think I would put it like right in that in that area between uh the Cool and Tesso and Youth. I just put it like somewhere somewhere in there simmering. I can't say it's like in the middle I can't say it's in front of this one or behind that one so much I would I would say me personally I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I can't say I like it better than either of those two hmm.
0: okay okay um, so the subject matter released on the first half was very very heavily influenced on talking about slaves and yeah. i remember tbh uh the specific song was called <laughs> down uh if you listen to the hook yeah he was talking about like basically all of the animals in the sea and when he was first listening to it, he was like what is this i don't i don't know what he's referring them to <laughs> he was like is it slaves or what But he was like the the seahorse my homies the lobsters are cool they are not fools <laughs> like it was it was a lot of things on there and he was just very confused he was like is this some super deep stuff or 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 what but uh but yeah definitely a lot of these uh, a lot of these songs in the first half or at least i would say the first third, were uh, we're referring to slaves um so again like i would say for anybody who who at least like has half of a braid you gotta listen to this album at least two or three times I would say to like fully get everything and still for me i really didn't catch everything i would have to like thoroughly listen to every song like multiple times
1: most people no, most people never do even yeah. the most conscious person claim to know everything and pick up on everything you you'll still miss out on it yeah the first time I yeah suppose. this
0: is definitely true but one of my criticisms for lupe and this is again while we talk about lasers because lasers he had no control over and you can instantly tell like this wasn't this wasn't lupe at all uh lupe definitely had has a wide a wide range of subject matters um but he talks a lot about about the past or whatever and, and how it refers to uh to a lot of black people and now we are today but with this one with drogas you can definitely 100% tell that, that he had full control again with Tetsuo and youth and with drogas as well so pretty much everything at the lasers he uh you know he had full control over again um and i i really like that because again you can you can really just tell like his his prowess and everything that he truly wants to do is getting spilt out all over these records um but one of the things that i'm very happy about and again with says on you this is what i was i was very uh i was praising that album about is the production uh the production is on point like even if you're not catching everything that he's saying because again like i wasn't catching everything he was saying in the first listen it sounds aesthetically pleasing and that's what i really really enjoy starting off with manila manila just had a good sound to it and that's why i really enjoyed that song uh, down had a good sound to it Even though the hook sounded weird at first Until you were really li- listening to what he was saying It had a good sound to it And this is what I'm trying to get at It doesn't matter what you're saying You could be the smartest person ever You could be the wisest person ever And you could give us a bunch of bars and metaphors and stuff But if it doesn't sound pleasing to me Nobody's going to listen to it um, It doesn't matter whether you you know, Consider it to be a radio hit or not Because I, I can probably say that maybe one or two of these songs realistically could end up on the radio but it's lupe it's kind of hard for him and his subject matter to you know relate to anybody and this is why this is why even in the cool, you somehow dumb it down, but he ain't dumbing shit down. He's dumbing nothing down on this album. Maybe kind of like in the last third, some of those songs. And again, this one referred to could possibly be radio hits, but none of these songs are really radio hits. He, and he doesn't care anymore. And I'm not mad at it all. Cause that's not, that's not really the point. The point is not to get on the radio for Lupe as well. as to, you know, enlighten you and educate you if you actually want to pay attention to it. But again, the production, it, it meshes well with whatever he's saying even if you're again not catching everything that he's saying, I just think that it just sounds good. Like most of these songs really sound good to me. And I like Nicki Jean, again, she was like scattered all over this album along with him, but she does it, she's not annoying. She's not annoying. I actually like her voice. Um, I like her voice meshing with Lupe, and that's probably why he really enjoys her. So, uh, like, how's not
1: there's not there's not like a, a Skylar Gray uh,
0: feature? Oh man. no, 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 not at all. We kind of get, get kind of get tired of it. Yeah, I absolutely get tired of her. So she, yeah, but Nicki, <laughs> she she's not that type. But how'd you feel about the production on uh, on Drogas wave? It was really good. I, I liked it. I did like it. And when I uh,
1: listen to Lupe, when he's like really in Lupe mode, I know some people like the hardcore fan gets him and they and they absolutely love them but i know like the casual rap fan that that doesn't really check for them that hard won't get it so they won't really you know they won't really understand it it reminds me of um someone i used to listen to all the time i used to try to put people on to him but they just like man he just he's saying too much stuff man i ain't really getting like a lot of songs is a uh, rascast. cast because grass grass with could come out with some with some you know with some laid-back chill stuff or he can come with some lyrical spiritual miracle stuff and then he would hit you with a you know nature of the threat or interview with a vampire that really told you a lot of stuff that you know you don't learn in history class mm-hmm. you know i mean and make it a whole song like make it a real like a six seven minute song and some people don't want to hear that and that's okay but me i understand it you know i understand why they do it they feel like they have that responsibility to you know to put people on and stuff because it's a lot of stuff out here that's just glorifying some of the wrong things and we're all guilty of listening to it and and sometimes celebrating it and a lot of times i feel like artists like him and like i said before i uh uh brass and a few other rappers as well i don't feel like they get the credit for being just, you know, intelligent enough and able-minded enough to even put that stuff into those words, into that format and be able to kind of like educate you at the same time. Just like with that song, him saying stuff like that, he was the way he put that together, that was creative as shit. Yeah. So I tip my cap to people that can do those types of things. Like if you make me sit and think and wonder what it is you're saying, you got my vote, <laughs> real talk. You, you got, I'm gonna listen to it again and again until I get it
0: and then I'm just gonna applaud you for it. So absolutely absolutely so again we are warning you <laughs> please listen to this album more than once before you uh before you make your final opinion again like we mentioned tba's like he kind of like flew off the head with a little bit. like i don't know about this song but like later on he was like yo i listened to this album like four or five times already he was like this is one of my favorite albums right now so again i just feel like it's gonna grow on you you just gotta listen to it more than once so if you're not that type of person if you feel like you don't have time you got you know gaming or music adhd then you're probably not gonna like it i'll I'll just tell you that you're probably not gonna like it but if you're the type that like doesn't really listen to the lyrics as much and you just like the production i feel like you'll like that too i I actually feel like you like again it's not it's not any trap stuff it's not any stuff that's gonna be club bangers and not any stuff that's gonna be on the radio but i feel like production wise it's it's pleasing it should be pleasing to almost everyone like he doesn't have one type of uh sound on here um so if you listen to it like in thirds i would say like eight songs each you'll definitely get a different sound uh because like the first third definitely sounds a lot different than the second third and the third uh the third third to me um uh, so again that's that's just what i want to tell you all but i really enjoyed it though it's definitely not one of my uh, one of my favorites my top three because i would say uh i would say probably my favorite would be the cool as well and then because i man test i kind of want to put test on with you i kind of want to put test on with you to be number two man i kind of fight with it but i do really like food and liquor obviously like that's that's quite yeah yeah oh yeah we don't we don't talk about too cuz that was that was a of the <laughs> downfall I, did, I really did like food and liquor too uh i could already tell that he was he was losing control of his uh of his sound there but uh, man yeah Food and Liquor was, was really good too But man Nah I, I like Tested with Youth A lot That was just like A great comeback In my opinion So I think I might I might edge that As being my number two in this. What is your favorite
1: song Off of um off of The Cool I'm just curious
0: The Cool uh, One of my favorite songs Has to be Dumb It Down it Has to be Dumb It Down right. mine, mine is uh, Fighters 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 was yeah. good fighters was good but yeah i mean this it's it's a good number on there but dumb it down which yeah, has to be one of them. my favorite. uh i mean superstar that was that that was that radio hit radio like, i like radio hits i, I kind of stay away from i liked I it get, at I, first but then once you yep, listen to the album hold to them, yeah yep, and then go go gadget flow like go go gadget flow was so dope when they came out. i just really love that beat that beat was so fire. And then you know Paris Tokyo. That's another good one. But like oh, yeah. man, I'm just looking oh, yeah. back at this album. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, this complete. album was so good. That's a complete album. This album was about. so good. People but like to throw
1: that classic word around, man. And they only have like maybe two songs that that you can remember on there. Like name me the best three songs.
0: Uh, 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 but you gotta say all that. It is it, not that great. Yeah. This is true, but nah, yeah, that was just really good album. So yes, but yeah, it, it'll have to be dumbing down for me. But Go Go Gadget Flow is probably be a really really close second. But yeah, just listen back to that. I wanna I wanna listen that one again <laughs> because I, I forgot like how many <laughs> how many good songs I liked on that man. So so there you go. But again, let's let's get back to Droga's way. But um but yeah man, 24 songs when I first uh, saw that I was like damn this is a yeah, live one. I looked at I was like oh boy Jay. I'm like here oh, we go. <laughs> like here we go with this but uh yeah you kind of gotta listen to it in uh in in waves like flock said earlier and then I, I feel like you will learn to enjoy it a little bit more. But if you're trying to listen to it straight through, it does kind of become a chore. But like I said before, it has interludes on there. So you can kind of just skip those. Or if you're trying to, like, get the full feel, then you'll just listen to it straight through. Um, but this is kind of what Tess Youth had, too, um, with summer, fall, and, and winter and spring uh, with that. So it was But it was still, like, only 16 songs on there compared to 24. But uh, he had a lot. He definitely had a lot in his repertoire with this because this should have came out a long time ago. That's why he brought out Drogas Light and then he brought out Drogas Wave. So um, I think that a third is coming. I think that I originally remember him saying that he's going to do a three part of this one. So I don't know how much longer, if that's true. I don't know if he's going to, how long it's going to take for him to come out with that one. But we will see. Um, I can definitely tell that we're not going to get another laser. So thank God. (laughs) Um, he, he actually can do whatever he wants with this one so i applaud lupe i definitely applaud lupe for sticking to his craft not dumbing it down for anyone not caring what anybody has to say including the industry so this was just this was a really good album man again not one of my favorites from lupe but it was a very very solid album that's not lasers with food and liquor too it's 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 solid. It's Lupe. I and mean, we can we can fully tell that he bled everything all his heart on this album. So, uh, out of five, what would you give Drogas Wave Flock? Man. Uh
1: You know what? I'm I'm gonna give it a three.
0: A three?
1: Yeah, I'm okay. gonna give it a three. And reason being i mean i know it had a lot of songs on it some of them did feel, seem like kind of like fillers i'm not gonna lie A few of them did seem like fillers but it was just kind of like the i based it on the quality of the songs that that i actually liked and that were actually there um and did we even talk about the songs we liked on the album
0: oh yeah I, you didn't mention their songs sorry yeah what, i mean my my like
1: favorite, my i mean i liked uh the ones i liked the most was a uh, manila uh imagine and a uh, muro junior those are my favorite uh my favorites out of all of them uh yeah, it was just like the quality of the actual songs they were it, that that's what boosted it up for me it was like it was a lot of fillers a few fillers i won't say a lot but a few fillers on that but the songs that i like man I, when i say i like them i like really thoroughly like them mm-hmm. so so i give it a three give it a three
0: okay okay um i'm going to give this one I would give it a 3 as well. I wanted to give it a 3.5 but it was kind of a little long for me again. uh, I'm not going to I don't want to dock it a whole bunch of points on it but I just feel like again in this time and age it's just a little bit too long for my taste. I can listen to it but listening to it all the way through does kind of get tiring especially when there's a lot more music to listen to.
1: I mean Um, it's technically
0: a double album. Yeah yeah it does get like that it definitely could have been split in half and uh it could have been another drogas um but again that's why i say i don't know what he's gonna do i don't know if he's gonna bring out a part three or what but he definitely had a lot of music that uh that he was just holding to drop so i'm glad he did drop it but again it's it's definitely a little long uh for my taste and i do like the interludes but again like it kind of just it kind of just brings in that filler type of thing for me like i could do without it I understand he's trying to like paint a full picture but i i could still just do without it um without all the interlude so um it's all good uh, again i'm not gonna you know dock a whole bunch of points but i'm gonna give it a three as well just because it was a little long for me and uh and like you said just kind of some fillers just thrown in here it could have been could have been cut down to half and and i would have probably given it a higher score so uh that is our review uh on I'm on Droga's wave, so we both give it a three. Again, not a bad album at all. It's actually probably one of the dopest albums that's come out uh, hip-hop wise this year, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, that was that was it. That was it. So you feel like that's a fair score, Flock?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm, I'm only gonna give what I think is fair. What I think <laughs> it deserves. I'm not gonna
0: give it anything higher,
1: anything lower than I that I, I believe I should give it. True, true. Just based true. off of what I like, or uh, you know how I feel it, it did what it did for me. Okay, I'm not gonna fall for the for like the hype and stuff, like the internet hype that people you know throw the word classic around and other shit like that. Just because you think it's a classic, I may think it's a dud. So All right. I'm gonna rate it as such.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So there we go. Our review on Droga's Wave. Let's move on to our song of the week. Now my choice, this comes from pure nostalgia. Believe it or not, my first CD that I ever bought. And I was buying tapes back then, by the way. I just want to put a disclaimer. Right. Actually, <laughs> actually, I was buying I was buying tapes back then. But I ain't have no job. And, you know, my mom was kind of a little bit hesitant on letting me buy CDs, uh, hip-hop CDs specifically, uh, right. with the cursing and stuff. So, you know, that's what parents do. They try to, you know, uh, prevent you from getting exposed early. But when I was finally able to buy a CD, one of my first CDs that I bought was big timers and and one of my favorite favorite songs on there and again this is you know obviously this is a single on here but it was it was still fly man like when i first heard that i was like yo this is this is some cool stuff to me uh it was very it was very funny at the time like i didn't know nothing but cash money like that was kind of in that era i know nothing but cash money and one of my first albums in a ball I listened to this more like a million times and yo still fly is just one of those classes like if I hear it in the club at any point it doesn't matter where I am like I'm gonna a, I'm bow my head to it just cause it's it's a funny type of like just positive song uh, positive uplifting song for the hood so I liked <laughs> it man I, I really liked it so that's my song of the week if you've never Get heard up, Big Bo- Time but still fly go- what a now go Jesus. Yeah. Dun, 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 it's just yeah it's just nostalgia for me so yeah that was my first album man with that big time and I listened to this but like so many you times. see how you
1: remembered all that stuff circ- circ- circling that like yeah. you, you knew what you were doing where you were and stuff like that because the impact it had on you yep um,
0: absolutely man I was like what was I like 5th or 6th grade I think maybe I'm not even sure I know it was sometime around that point but yeah it was definitely uh that hood rich dog man that was <laughs> that, that was, it was bringing it way back when they come out that was 2002 so no 2000 no 2002 now nah, i was in seventh or eighth grade yeah i was seventh or eighth grade man, but i thought it was i thought it was a little earlier but nah it came out in 2002 so there you go man that was my song week, big time but still fly from that hood rich album what you got for me this week flock Hmm. It's always hard for me to pick one. I <laughs> it's always
1: hard. Because I, I just go with what's on my mind the most at that time. And I, I never pick them until like right when we start recording. True. I could tell. I, I never do. I never I can, do. I I, I'll be, I'll just be I'll just be thinking like, what's the song that that I'm thinking about the most right now? And as of right this second, as we're recording this, the song that comes to mind the most is um, Jim Jones. 2006 pin the tail on the donkey from uh hustlers product of my environment album yeah featuring uh if i believe so uh yeah max b singing the hook on that max b and, uh, <laughs> the and way Joel Santana as well on
0: that so the yeah tail. okay okay i gotcha i gotcha so this this was back in the diplomat stage where you uh you really messed with the diplomats as a whole back then Oh yeah, hell yeah! That was the movement, bro. Like I, I messed with them
1: heavy, yo. Damn, man, I was man. always a fan, man. I was always
0: a fan of. Uh, were you sad when
1: they broke up? I can't say sad, but I mean, it, it always
0: happens, bro. It was weird. I mean, like they were all kind of beefing happens. with each other. I didn't really yeah. like understand like that whole point. And then like they said that I they think... were going to make a reunion, and like they made like a a song, a singular song, yeah. and then didn't do that anything else. I'm like. I'm like, what is that this, a, man? What are y'all I mean, doing? You gotta
1: realize that the Wu-Tang actually broke up. So, yeah, if if the Wu breaks, can break up and and split and go their own way, I mean, nobody's safe.
0: Yeah, this is true. But this one thing
1: true. about Wu-Tang, they know how to come back together and get that money. Yeah, I mean, they came out with another album RZA, last year. RZA, the RZA definitely knows how to get that money that's facts you know he went to movies too so
0: he definitely yep. uh, went to other adventures so.
1: scoring scoring movies soundtracks and stuff too that's something i always wanted to do bro score soundtrack score score television and uh and movies yeah i always wanted to do something like mm, that interesting i never
0: knew that okay, okay.
1: yeah why do you think i get a kick out of like when we were doing them vlogs and stuff bro? like that, that that's the most fun of it trying to pick the, the music to go with the with, with whatever we were doing
0: at so the time. you calculated with it okay kind got it okay okay all right well that brings us into a good segue to the topic of the week do you feel that an artist these days can live off of just music alone and i say this because i'm seeing a lot of artists going to other ventures and it's been happening for a while um definitely been happening for a while like if it's not clothing it's a uh, restaurants if it's not restaurants it's cologne and perfume uh if it's not clothing and perfume it's actually getting your own company uh doing something else um but it's it's kind of rare that that an artist just sticks in the realm of music it seems like somebody always has another venture and those ventures in my opinion help you stay relevant like whether you you know retired or not or if you just want to make music and you just want to do other stuff on the side as well just to get your hustle on and make you some more money in the process but Do you feel like an artist can just live off of music alone, especially in these days? Because I know like a lot of people are having problems with like the streaming services, how we're moving from, you know, tapes to CDs to uh, to uh, streaming or or downloading music to streaming. Like it's been a lot of waves and those have been sort of uh, hurting a lot of artist sales and you know some artists just don't want to you know do club appearances all the time and, and go on tour and you know deteriorate their bodies over the time because you know depending on like how big the tour is and, and all these festivals and stuff like it can be taxing it can definitely be taxing not on yourself but on your family and your friends as well um so sometimes that's not a good idea to do that even though that's where the majority of an artist's money is but uh, but do you feel like an artist can just just live off of that for the rest of their life or do you feel like you know they they should do other stuff
1: in this day no if if you would have said like 80s and 90s then i, pro- I probably would have said yeah you probably could depending on how, how big you were as an artist and how smart the team was you had around you mm-hmm. i would have said yeah but now no because it's so easily it's like so much instant access to your music without people having to buy it you know people can listen to your music all day long without purchasing it now beforehand you you know people were buying like legit records and tapes and stuff you had to go and buy it yeah. in order to hear it you know you couldn't just sit and listen to somebody else's or whatever it, you know pre-internet and stuff like that you, you couldn't just do that so then it was a lot you know easier on the artist depending like i said depending on who you were now absolutely not now if you <laughs> right now like if if you're not an exec or you're not a producer the producers are the ones getting the bread Facts. Producers are going to always be the be the breadwinner in the music industry because you're going to always need the music. You can find an artist, you know, anywhere. Artists, singers and rappers are a dime a dozen, but producers aren't. I mean, it's a lot of them, but it's only a handful of great ones. You know what I mean, Every, everyone's looking for, you know, Timberland. Everyone's looking for Pharrell. You know, at one point it was Kanye and, you know, stuff like that. So it as you, you're gonna the producers it's a producer's market it always has been and it always will be producers can make a living forever doing that but rappers you know how that go once most rappers get at a certain age people stop checking for
0: them anyway yeah you just brought up a good point point. that made me think about uh it's yeah what I mean besides like we talked about like RZA and stuff you know like he was rapping as well like cause RZA obviously went to other vendors and again that was a great segue but. Mm-hmm it's not too many producers that are that are uh or feel like they have to have under ventures like they're just like all right well when this album comes out like you want to mess with me i give you some beats da 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 boom 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 and and we're done like i don't see like too many producers you know um that are highly in the spotlight or at least back then like the like the producers that we grew up with because they didn't need to but yeah. the producers now, like, obviously, they want, to, they want to be the superstar. So that's bringing up another controversial topic, uh, like Metro Boomin and uh, and uh, basically all the Atlanta producers um, with their with their thing. Uh, I know that they're wanting to get a lot more credit. They're wanting to get a part of, like, the awards, the Grammys and stuff uh, for their contribution and, you know, making the artist hot or making that song hot as well. But even still, like, I, I understand that it may be more of their ego and the money talking. But yeah, like the producer that we grew up with, like they didn't really have to do other stuff. Like I, I didn't hear about Timbaland like doing a lot of stuff outside of producing. I didn't hear about Pharrell necessarily, even though like Pharrell, like he got into uh, he got into vape and stuff. Like it was it's a lot of uh, in BBC uh doing his his own thing with clothing but uh pharrell really didn't have to do that i feel like it was just kind of just something they did because he wanted to and, and you know he was a flashy type of dude back then but it was still rare that a producer actually like you know went out to other ventures but um i i agree with you when you were talking about artists in the 80s and 90s like they could probably live off of music alone because they're you know most of them are certified legends now like they could they could just do whatever and uh Ooh. and like people will still call them legends and they will still call their uh their collection their catalog uh classics or whatever a lot of them
1: out touring and stuff now still making money off of music
0: yeah we were talking about that earlier too with a lot of Ooh. artists that are, that are still like they just do music and you know they don't really have to do much and they're still Performing making old hits right yeah. and they're still getting royalties off of the songs that like you hear on these commercials every day so it's mm-hmm. still like they really just living off of their music but now uh now i would definitely have to agree with you like you kind of gotta get you another hustle uh whether it's a a podcast a radio station uh clothing uh a restaurant like whatever i kind of feel like you do just have to do something else as far as just money wise uh because like you mentioned before like you're really not getting that much money off of your music alone streaming is slowly but surely getting into the mode where it's making an artist a little bit more money but they were getting like cents uh literally getting cents um off of just a stream uh but again like with some of these other services that's where they're kind of making a little bit more money and people are realizing uh due to the constant complaints that's how title started by the way um because of, of a lot of complaints about artists not getting enough money off of streams because uh, c- people aren't buying cds anymore they aren't actually downloading the albums anymore uh, like they used to but uh but yeah definitely like streaming is slowly coming back into its own but that's not enough man that's that's definitely not enough even streaming now is not doing enough for any artist. So uh, whether it's, you know, becoming viral, uh, going on YouTube or whatever, making sure that your uh, your videos getting a lot of hits uh, whenever you're doing that uh, or doing some other type of venture. I just kind of feel like you got to do that just for uh, just to keep your money up so you can at least keep your lifestyle up. Um, it's not really as far as uh, getting relevance. I don't feel like that's that's as important still as an artist. If your music is good, because if your music is good, it doesn't matter um but just just as far as like just keeping your money up i feel like you kind of got to do something else so
1: djs djs the same way you gotta look at like that too like the djs that were like super popular they went another road like some djs went and got into producing and others got into doing other things too like doing radio shows like look at like like dj clue how the clue did look at what funk flex is doing now you know what i mean and a, and, a, and a handful of other people like the djs are doing the same thing they're just finding something else another form of music to stay relevant also and then they just do parties there's like envy like envy is he still djs but he's just
0: primarily a, a radio personality now right you yeah, know that is that's completely true so another another very good point so yeah you kind of gotta uh evolve and you know adapt with the times otherwise you're going to get left but again there's only a certain amount of people mostly back in the day that can just live off of their music they don't have to do anything else whether they want to or not so there you go that was uh that was our thoughts about whether an artist can live off of music alone uh other than that man i don't really have a debate topic uh this time but uh we're gonna gonna go ahead and leave it at that so that was I got one. Oh, go ahead. My bad. You got I something? got one. Okay. And I'm going off the I'm going off the hip with this one, man. Okay. What you got?
1: Best uh what's your best album of the year so far?
0: Ooh. Best album of the year so far. Your I, favorite rather. Oh a favorite. I think at this point, because we are in September, about to be in October, I think still right now it would have to be it would have to be j cole kod i think it would still have to be j cole i would have to listen to these albums over but i think that that's that's just one that just comes to my mind is is one of my favorites this year alone what about you
1: uh if i had to choose i got the i got the the book of ryan royce the five
0: I liked his uh i liked his mixtapes better man bar kinda, exam 4 yeah bar exam 4 was it, it was again that was other people's beats but i just liked i liked him bodying other people's beats more than more than his Brad. own stuff even I'm, though like obviously i, I like, would have put i
1: would have put um another another one in there but it was only an ep but if this would have been a full album yo that um that fucking uh black thought i knew it yeah i knew you were gonna say that black thought black thought would have been there you know what i mean but i don't know it's like i want to say Booker Ryan, like part of me saying Booker Ryan, another part of me saying daytona and i don't know i'm torn between those two so far mm-hmm. and then i can't i can't forget and i can't forget um fonte's no uh no news is good news oh my god but that was, was another one. album too that was another one that, was that, was that i almost album. put one of those songs off that album as my uh, song of the week but I'm gonna say that for another time but yeah that 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 that, uh yeah so I've always been torn but as of right now it had that black thought been a, a full album I, that would have been there. That definitely yeah. would have been. Um, that definitely would have been my favorite. But it was only an EP. I'm not mad at
0: that. I know that you really liked that when that came out. What came out at the Real. same time? Because I remember you were in the DMs. You were like, "But I know you listened to Black Thought." Oh no! It was was it was it Kanye or was it Nas? No, it was Nas. It was Nas. Yeah, it was Because I not I, I wasn't a fan of
1: Nas. Because I kept saying, "I'm like, it hurts my heart to say I wasn't a fan of it." Yeah, but you were like, like, "Like I know like, you listened oh, to Black Thought." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah was i was incredible like, I was like, yeah that black thought was better than we yes sir streams yeah. of thought bro it
0: definitely was man so i i'm not mad at it i'm definitely not mad at it we're gonna see what else comes out before the end of the year and obviously we'll do our you know top five or top ten albums of the year oh yeah uh, we definitely we get to, yeah it. once we get to the end so you already know that that's coming uh but it yeah be in
1: december sometime yeah
0: <laughs> yeah but let us know definitely let us know what you feel is your favorite album of the year so far and then, uh, and like we said, once we get to the end of the year, we'll go over what our top 10 albums of 2018 are. So, there you go. That's Damn, I gotta find 10. 10. <laughs> we might do five <laughs> i don't know we either do five or ten uh, if, we'll, can't, we'll if we
1: count it. eps if we count eps then well if we not count eps then i gotta really dig deep uh. <laughs> so i gotta really i gotta start searching i gotta start making a list like early true, before true. it gets too late i can't freestyle that one <laughs> right right so so i might leave something out oh uh, yeah
0: absolutely it's, it's definitely easy to do that but so. i'm
1: telling y'all what well, ain't gonna be in it
0: what well, ain't gonna be Astro World? Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Hey, it is what it is, man. You don't like Astro World? I liked it. I thought it was cool, but I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see. You know, I I have to look a, at it's it's definitely
1: it. a couple of dark horses that I did not
0: expect to be in it. That's all I'm gonna say. Shit, that Fonte might be in it, though, for me. Oh, that's. I listened to Avant. I was like, "Oh!" Yeah, and I know, yeah, you I, mean, I know you saw that. I uh, know you saw that because you retweeted it. That uh, oh yeah, you know, Oh it. my god. Yeah. Yo, I got happy too. Brother? I got happy too on yeah. that. Yo, Big Pooh. He did he? But you know, but you? you know that
1: he do. You know he do. Yeah. He Big Pooh got big as shit, didn't he? Jesus. <laughs> nigga look like big. Ooh. <laughs> god. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, you know he's doing a he's doing a uh a supergroup album with Rhymefest and um.
0: Shit, who else? Forgot that damn fast. And Black thought Oh, yeah, I did see that. You're right. Yeah. I did doing, see he that. He's doing an
1: album with Ryan Fest it's like They're doing a, like a super group deal. Man, kind of like how Slaughterhouse was. Rhyme Fest coming back. It's gonna be interesting. Hey, this dude was running for office out here at yeah. one point. He was like an older man here. Yeah. That's, hey. that, was a, that was a hell of
0: a change. I would like him, to man. see him
1: do it because a lot of people don't know. Rime Fest was.
0: Goes writing for some of y'all favorite artists out here. I mean, if you didn't you know the name know. of freaking Ron Fest, like <laughs> yeah. if you if you were under a rock, just know. Yeah. I mean, he's writing for Kanye. So I still remember that Kim Kardashian tweet talking about some people don't know who Ron Fest is. I'm like, excuse me. I was like, you I was like just, yo yo audience, just, you, right? But you just knew who he was because you fucking with Kanye. Hey, you didn't, yo know, who didn't Kanye Kanye know who Ron came. Fest was. Yeah, that's the only reason why you know him. Like they were they were good friends excuse hey, i me. love Ryan fest yo yeah ron fest used to do his thing man so yeah i'll be looking forward to that i hope that comes out real soon because yeah i i remember seeing that tweet and i was like this is random but i'm here for it um i'm yeah, totally I'm here for there for it, it. <laughs> exactly i will welcome that yeah yes yeah, so indubitably gonna, that's gonna be cool that is gonna be cool so and yeah, uh we'll keep you all up to date on uh on any news that we hear from Nat. That's for sure, but uh, in any case, man, uh, you have anything else, fuck,
1: nah, man, just you know, glad, we got another one in the books, y'all stay tuned, man, y'all keep rocking with us, man, we gonna bring y'all that honest unbiased opinions on our music taste and all that other good shit man stay on the lookout for us Yep.
0: facts 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 so that was enlightened sounds episode six again we appreciate everyone listening on your favorite podcast platforms and if you are listening on the youtube for our reviews or whatever other random topics that we put on the dgi channel we appreciate you all as well other than that man we will be back next week with episode six Where we're going to be reviewing Lil Wayne Carter 5 and Logic Young Sinatra 4. So we're going to look out for that. But we gone. Be easy. Peace.